night with you on this Pentecost weekend. Amen. We're looking forward to what God is going to do. Amen. I am so excited to be here. I, I want to give honor tonight, amen, to Pastor White and Sister White. Amen. I want to thank them for the beautiful basket that they gave me. Amen. That was awesome. There's so much good stuff in there. I, I, I'm going to have a time. I'm going to have a time, let me tell you. Amen. My wife, she sends her, her praise the Lord. Amen. She was unable to make it with me this weekend. Amen. So uh, we'll be, hopefully next, next time that we get to come over, she'll be here with me. Amen. But I want to give honor tonight to all the ministry that are here. Amen. All the saints of God. Amen. All the friends, all the visitors. I appreciate each and every person taking time out of their schedule. Amen. To come and be in the house of God. Amen. We're going to get right into it, and I won't be long tonight. And I hope you will indulge me tonight one more time. Last year, I preached a Star Wars message. I don't know why the Lord does this to me, but I got another one tonight. <laughs> I hope that's okay. I don't want to offend anybody, or, or uh, uh, I hope I don't offend anybody with what I'm going to uh, show tonight. Amen. But uh, I believe that God is going to use that little clip that I have to bring a message. Amen. Amen. And I'm, I know God, is, he's, he's going to do a great work. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, turn over to Hebrews, the 11th chapter. And we are going to read verses number 32 through 40. And then also we're going to read on into Hebrews, the 12th chapter, in verse number 1. Amen. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, starting with verse number 32. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of uh, Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who did who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of the fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of, the, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to the flight of the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings, yet moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheep's sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the deserts and in the mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Chapter 12, verse number 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run 
with patience the race that is set before us. Pastor White, would you ask the Lord's blessing on this tonight? Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you, God. We just ask you, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way. Father, we praise you, Lord, and we bless you tonight, Lord. We give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. For just a little while tonight, I'm going to preach to you, and we're going to talk about the cloud. The cloud. As I said, I have a small clip that I'm going to be playing here in just a moment from the last Star Wars movie, The, uh, the Last Jedi. I'm a big star. I'm probably too sci-fi minded for my own good. Hey Amen. I've, I've preached about Star Wars, about Star Trek. There's always a message there. Amen. But let me set the scene for you, and then we're going to watch it. The rebellion, which in this case is good, the re rebellion is good, is ready for one last battle to determine the future of the galaxy. There's going to be a showdown between the evil Emperor Palpatine, or otherwise known as Darth Sidious, and the last Jedi. Her name was Rey. Palpatine, who we thought had been destroyed in uh, a previous Star Wars, when Darth Vader threw him down into the, uh, into the electrical whatever conduit, we thought he had been destroyed, but no, he wasn't. we just come to find out. He was not destroyed, but he was in the background, working all, pulling all the strings and doing all the stuff to set up the new order. They called it the new order. Palpatine, in his evil plans, thought that he was going to turn Rey, the last Jedi, to the dark side. And she was going to rule the galaxy as a supreme Sith. I won't give you any of the juicy details about who she is. So in case you, you haven't seen it and you want to watch it. But anyways... It comes down to a point where Rey is battling the evil emperor Palpatine or Darth Sidious. And he knocks her down. And he was celebrating his victory. And was ready to destroy the entire rebellion force. It seemed that she was all alone. But all the Jedi that had gone on before her started to encourage her and whisper in her ear and say, Ray, we believe in you. You can do it. It's time to get back up again. It's time to rise up. And the evil emperor, as you'll see in a moment, in a moment he was distracted and celebrating his victory, destroying the rebellion uh, forces. He looked at her and said, Oh, you're nothing but a dog. You're nothing but a, a scavenger. I am all the Sith. I'm everything against you. And she said, well, we'll just see what she said. Go ahead and roll it. So I'm going to come out here and watch it with you. All right. Do we have a volume? Okay, right now. She's laying on her back. Okay, there she goes. 
She's just been knocked down. The evil emperor is destroying the, all the rebellion forces. All hope seems lost. She's laying there, and all of a sudden, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Jedi. All the Jedi are encouraging her. Okay, this is where it go, comes down at. All the other Jedi are standing behind her. You can see her. The evil emperor is trying to destroy her. Thought he was really something there. And the evil emperor is getting what is coming to him. Everybody's like, wow. <laughs> Amen. Never seen yourself as a Jedi, but you will tonight. <laughs> Hebrews, the 11th chapter, is a chapter of faith. It begins, the beginning of the chapter, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Any evidence of things not seen. As we begin to read down through the 11th chapter of Hebrews, we begin to see all what I term as the heroes, I call them heroes, of faith. We see that by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. We see that by faith, Enoch was translated. We see that by faith, Noah built an ark to the saving of his family. We see by faith, Abraham 
left his home country to go out to a, a land that he knew not of. But he went out, as, as it says in Hebrews 11, that he was looking for a city who hath foundations, whose builder and maker was God. By faith, Sarah received strength to conceive seed when she was past age. And it goes on to say that all these died in faith, not having received the promises, but have seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them. They didn't have the promise of the Holy Ghost. They didn't have the promises, amen, but they knew that God had something for them and they embraced them and they took a hold of them. We continue to read about Abraham, how he offered his only son, Isaac. He was getting ready to plunge the knife when the angel of the Lord said, Stop! Stop! Abraham said, he would have went right on through with it, Pastor. He would have went right on through because he counted God that we, he, God was going to raise him up from the dead. We continue to read how Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and to suffer the afflictions with God's people. And we see and we also continue to read how they, Moses, he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. All these heroes knew that they had much more, amen, than what this world could offer. All these heroes knew that they had much more than all the persecution that would be put against them. They knew that they had much more than all the hardships and the trials and the things that would come in their life. They knew they had something great. And the Bible says that they embraced it and grabbed hold of it. Amen. They knew they had much more than the problems of life. Or death. Because they were persuaded that God was, God was good. God was the, the Lord of lords and the King of kings. This, or this uh, Pentecost weekend, amen, I want to encourage each and every one of us, amen, that it's not time to throw in the tile. Amen. It's not time to sit down. It's not time to lay down. It's not time to give up. But tonight, amen, I want you to, amen, I want you to know that we have a cloud of witnesses standing around about us to encourage us. Amen. Tonight, I want to take and encourage someone. Amen. And grab you by the hand and say, brother, come on, get on up. It's time to keep moving. It's not time to give up. Amen. It's not time to let the devil come into your life and knock you down. But it's time to stand we have a great cloud of witnesses tonight a great cloud of witnesses you know I wish that every single day was a mountaintop don't you <laughs> that would be nice I wish every day I was walking on the clouds of glory I wish every single day I woke up to sunshine and blue skies. I wish that every single day I would hear the birds tweeting sweet melody. I wish that every day was just perfect and wonderful. No problems, no dilemmas, no anything. 
but just wonderful, wonderful days. But has anyone ever noticed that life can be tough sometimes? Yeah. Been there, done it. Sometimes, have you ever been to the point that you, you feel like you have to reach up to touch bottom? I've been there. There are times when you feel like the evil emperor Palpatine is standing over top of you. A man wanting to destroy you and breathing all his threatenings. And you feel like there is no strength left. And he's saying, you know, I am all your dilemmas. I am all your problems. I am all your fears. I am all your anxieties. I am all your depression. It's time to give up. You see, we are living in a world today that is gripped with fear and anxiety. We are living in a world today when the Bible prophesied that men's hearts would fail them. We are living in a day today, amen, when, amen, our enemy, our arch enemy, the devil, Lucifer, is standing over us trying to get the upper hand, trying to discourage each and every person. Amen. I'm not giving the devil no credit tonight, but I am telling you, amen, I talk to people all the time and counsel with people all the time. And there is not one exception that somebody hasn't been battling the enemy. If you're not battling the enemy, then there might be something wrong. But he stands over top of you, breathing, amen, all his threats. The Bible tells us the devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But that big roar, amen, trying to intimidate the child of God. Trying to intimidate you to say, you know what, I just can't get it. I just, it's just too hard. I can't go on anymore. I can't make it anymore. I can't take another step. And yes, there's been time where I've just felt so weak and so tired. It just was like, man, I just got to keep going. I just, I just can't hardly get up. But I want to encourage you today, my friend. I want to encourage you today, my brother. I want to encourage you today, my sister. Amen. In Hebrews 12 and 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Amen. I want to break this down for just a minute. That word compassed in the Greek says, to surround, I am compassed, surrounded, or clothed with, and in submission to. And that great cloud, that word cloud, means a cloud, a dense crowd, a multitude, a great company. You're not alone. You are not alone. If you think about it and you, and you, you begin to, you, you, you might be there like Ray laying on her back. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't tonight. I don't know. God does. You may be so discouraged, so worried, and man, so distraught at this moment and feel like you may be all alone. But if you listen closely, my friend, 
if you can listen closely, you can hear Moses begin to say, don't worry about Pharaoh behind you. Don't worry about the Red Sea in front of you. God made a way for me and I walked over on dry ground. And He's going to make a way for you to walk over on dry ground. Amen. I can almost hear David say, yeah, that giant was big. Amen. But my God was much bigger. Amen. And He came to me with a sword and a spear. But I came to Him in the name of the Lord of hosts. Amen. I can just hear them say, amen, my God is bigger. Amen. I can hear Samson saying, there was a lion that came out and I killed him. Don't let the lion stop you. Amen. I can hear Abraham saying, Amen. Just follow God. Trust Him with all of your might. Don't lean to your own understanding, but acknowledge Him. Amen. Walk with Him. Amen. Be faithful to Him. Amen. Don't give up. I can hear a cloud of witnesses. I can hear my my former pastor, Brother Ferguson, saying, Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Amen. I can hear my grandpap Jackson. Amen. Saying, he used to call me Bolivar Shagnasty. That was my name, Bolivar Shagnasty. I don't know how he ever came up with that. He just called me Brother Bolivar. Amen. But I can hear him saying, as a cloud of witnesses, Amen. You keep getting up. You keep getting up, boy. You keep standing up. And I believe tonight, if you will listen, amen, you may have had a mother, a father, a loved one, a pastor that's saying, you can almost hear them saying, keep on going, keep on going. This race is almost over. Keep on moving. Keep on going forward. Don't give up. Don't, don't throw in the towel. Don't stop now. But keep going forward. Keep going forward. Amen. You see, we have the cloud of witnesses around about us. Don't ever think that you're alone. Amen. We have that great cloud of witnesses around. But all you, you want to know what? Each and every one of us in here is a great cloud of witnesses. We're part of that cloud. I'm just, going to, I'm just going to talk to you for a minute. You know what there's a lack of in churches today? Encouragers. Encouragers. Ones that can say, you know what, you're doing fine. Keep on going. Keep on going. Don't give up. When you see your brother, so many times we, I'm just going to slow down for a minute. So many times we get in such a rush because we got to be here. We got to go to this meeting. We got to go to that meeting. We got to be here. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got this. There's all, many, all, there's all kinds of things to do in church. All kinds of things. 
Probably if I was asked, most of you in here are doing four or five different jobs, and you all got to be at the same place at the same time. But a part of that cloud is to slow down. And when you see a brother struggling or maybe in trouble, it's okay to sit down with them and take five minutes and say, Hey, you know what? The Lord laid me on your heart, la- Thanks, laid, me on my heart laid you on my heart, Amen. trying to Thank say you. it. <laughs> Thank and you. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to be praying for you, Amen. and I want you to know you can make it. Amen. Thank you. We need to encourage one another. We need to be the one. You might be shy. That's okay. Just go up and say, you know what? I really appreciate everything you've done. You're doing such a great job. Keep it up. How hard was that? We have enough people in this world, enough people around us that are trying to beat us down, trying to tell us how lousy and no good for nothing we are, and trying to to just stand over us like the evil emperor and just try to belittle us. There's enough of that going on. The, The devil does it every day. People on your job may do it. People at work may do it. I had a boss one time. He just, I think he just absolutely hated me. Every moment of every day, he was writing my case about something. I mean, literally. He would yell at me for walking too loud. I had to tiptoe around the office like this. Literally. He would yell at me for crinkling paper too loud. I don't know how you could do that, but. He would yell at me for typing too loud. You know, where do you get this stuff? One day, I was so, I was so stressed out from it. I, I just, I was at my wit's end. And I went up and I got prayer. I said, you're going to pray for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. This guy is on me every single day. Let me tell you something. The Lord cares about you, and he cares about your problems. He cares about every single dilemma that you're going through. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forsaken you, but he's right there with you. And I, they prayed for me. The elders prayed for me. The pastor prayed for me. And that was a Sunday night. I went to work on Monday morning. You guys are going to think I'm... I'm stretching the truth, but I'm not. <laughs> as soon I hadn't even sat down at my desk. And he come up and just started berating me. And he went on for however long he went on, then he left. He just stormed off. And I was like, Lord, just last night I got prayed for, and I felt like you was going to deliver me. And that scripture came to my mind like this, and it said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. And it wasn't two minutes later, this is the way, I don't know, I I didn't ask God to do this, but he did. (laughs) He come back holding his mouth like this, and I, I said, Dan, what's wrong? And he was in obvious pain, he said, 
all my feelings just fell out of my mouth. And he was hurting. He had to leave immediately to go to the dance to get all his feelings put back in. I didn't ask God to do that. I'm not like some uh, crazy, uh, God, kill him. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we have enough people trying to belittle us. Let's encourage one another. Let's be part of that cloud of man. A witness is saying, brother, you can make it. Sister, you can make it. You're doing a good job. Keep up the fight. Amen. Don't give up. If you are nothing else in the church, be an encourager. Be part of the cloud of witnesses. Amen. I want to encourage somebody right now. You, before I tell you this, if God has healed you, you tell somebody. Encourage somebody. If God has done something wonderful in your life, Don't keep it to yourself, but share it and encourage someone. Now, I want to tell you a story about me. Back in 2011, I had a massive blood clot. And it went into my my heart and my lungs. And they told my wife, they said, we're flying him to, to Miami Valley, Dayton Hospital. He probably won't be alive when you get there. And miraculously, the Lord saved me, and I didn't die, because I'm right here. (laughs) But after that, my lungs were damaged. God healed me. He raised me up, but my lungs were damaged. And it was hard for me to breathe. It was hard for me to breathe. Well, just over the last couple years with all the COVID stuff, I got COVID twice. And it went to my lungs because they were damaged. And I went to the doctor and they looked at him and they said, Dave, because every time I would breathe, it it just felt like searing pain. And it burned. And I couldn't ever get a full breath. I'd walk across the room and have to sit down. It It was difficult. And the doctor said, Dave, your lungs are wrecked. They're just wrecked. I was like, okay, well, God's a healer. Amen. It doesn't matter. I'm still going on. I'm still going to preach. I'm still going to do the things I need to do. Well, I was in service just about a month and a half ago. And the preacher was preaching, and he finished up, and he said, Hey, you, come here. And I was like, okay. Uh, I, I didn't know he was talking to me. I was looking behind me. He was like, no, no, you, come here. And this, this preacher, he, he called me up. He said, God spoke to me. He said, I don't normally do this, but God specifically spoke to me to have you come up. I was like, okay. And he said, God showed me you have not been able to breathe for years. And it's hindering you. And I said, By that time, I was just bawling, and yeah, you can imagine. He said, God is going to completely heal your lungs. And he said, that shoulder right there, 
He said, it's caused you so much pain, don't worry, you're not going to have to get a replacement. And a doctor just told me I would have, probably have to get a replacement in my shoulder here. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I didn't feel nothing at the moment. I felt God, obviously. I just want to encourage you that God is a miracle worker. I want to be part of that cloud encouraging people. But I went home that night, and I went to bed. My shoulder was hurting. I still, you know, breathing. But when I woke up in the morning, I sat up in bed. And I didn't even realize it at first, but I took a breath in. I was like, I took another breath, and I didn't feel that pain or that burning. And I took another breath, and it just, I can't explain it, but it felt like I had extra lung capacity. And this shoulder, I started going like this with my shoulder, and this shoulder didn't hurt. Amen. God completely healed my lungs and healed my shoulder. God is still a healer. Let me encourage you tonight. If you need a healing from God, amen, He's still on the throne. You can come up and get prayed for, and God will hear your prayers. He told us, amen, if any sick among you, let him call on the elders of the church. Let them anoint you with oil. And amen, God was going to heal you and raise you up. We need encouragers. We need to encourage one another. We need to be the cloud of witnesses. God, we're going to need each other more and more and more. As each day passes. How many of you believe that we are in living in the last days? Amen. I believe we are living in the last days. <clears throat> now I'm not here to debate with you. Whether you believe in a, a pre-rapture. A mid-rapture mid or a post-rapture. In the tribulation. But all I can say is that I believe that there are things coming upon this earth that we are going to see and that we are going to endure. Amen. But don't be afraid. We are going to need to encourage one another. Amen. We are going to need to encourage each other. As we see, Jesus said in the 24th chapter of Matthew, He said, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Still talking about that cloud of witnesses. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be all kinds of things coming upon this earth. But my friend, don't you be troubled. Don't be dismayed. Because we are going to encourage one another. Because Jesus is coming soon. And one of these days, amen, there's going to come a sound from heaven of a trumpet. Amen. And God is going to change us. This old corruptible is going to put on incorruption. This old mortal is going to put on immortality. We're going to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. And this old feet are going to leave this ground and go up and meet the Lord in the air. Amen. We want to be part of the cloud. We want to be, I want to be part of the cloud. I want to be part of the ones. Amen. On this Pentecost weekend, if somebody is down, let me encourage you. 
Amen. Let me strengthen you. Because one of these days, you're going to need to encourage me. And you're going to need to strengthen me. Amen. I can read it in the Bible, and I'll read, I'll read Hebrews, the 11th chapter, over and over again, and it inspires me. It, it, it just puts a fire down in me to keep going, to keep moving. But when I hear, amen, a brother and sister come up to me and say, guess what? God did for me. Come on, brother, you can make it. Come on, sister, you can make it. Amen. That just lifts me up so much more. Amen. Because that brother and that sister sees that I'm struggling. Amen. And they are encouraging me. Amen. Tonight, as the musicians come, tonight, don't let the enemy stand over top of you. Don't let him put you down. Because you are doing a good job. Is everything right in our lives? May not be. But you're here in the house of God tonight. <laughs> Take that, enemy. You're here in the house of God tonight. And you're hearing the word. You're feeling his presence. Amen. You're, you're, you're standing in the throne room of God. Amen. And he is telling us, you can make it. Jesus said, if I be with you, amen, if I be for you, who can be against you? There isn't nobody. Amen. As we stand tonight... You can make it. You can make it. Let me encourage you tonight. You can make it. The Lord is on your side. You see, we're right in the palm of His hand. And there's nothing that can take us out of it. There's nothing, no, no demon, no struggle, no problem. That can take you out of his hand. Amen. God is good tonight. Amen. Tonight, before you leave this house, I want you to tell somebody you love them and you're praying for them. I want you to tell somebody, brother, I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. Amen. The cloud of witnesses are standing round about. You can hear them in the distance saying, come on. Keep on going. Come on. Keep on moving. Come on. Keep on praying. Keep on fasting. Keep on coming to the house of God. Amen. Because our redemption is drawing nigh, church. Our redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. God is coming soon. And you can make it. Amen. God bless you tonight. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. I'm going to open these altars up for just a minute. If you want to come on up around the